Hi, hello people. I am Raj and I have with me Hi, I'm Harsh. And we are your hosts for this podcast Blabber Dabbles and over here we take random things from around us and these are the things that we usually don't pay a lot of attention to. We take these and we try to connect them with our daily lives and see how it plays out. Hi, hi, we are back guys. So, Harsh, how are you? Tell me of your, your past few weeks. Hi Raj, I'm good. Past few weeks have been very hectic to be honest. How about you? How has your life been? Uh, yes, uh, similar. It's been hectic but it's been uh, fruitful. fruitful and uh, uh, different in ways. It, it is uh, because there were so many festivals around. There was Navratri and uh, hardly, barely it ended and there was Diwali, so it was a fun time and I think people were in full uh, festive mood all around this time around because they got to celebrate uh, both of the festivals, Navratri and Diwali after I think a couple of years. So yes, it was, it was like the prisoners got free out of their cage. So. That, that freedom came out. Exactly. So the mood was good and I think, yeah, things uh, went quite well. It was fun. Right. So, <laughs> what was your first reaction? So, guys, our topic this time is fans and advertisements. So, yeah, Raj, what was your first reaction to it? I didn't know <laughs> what to write and honestly, I still don't know. But, uh, uh, Fans, yeah, uh, of course, the two things that came to my mind when I read fans was the actual the ceiling fan and the other fan was the kind of, you know, fandom for stars or other Anything. things, yeah. ideas, things, uh, that and advertisements. So since recently uh, there have been so many controversies around advertisements, that was the thought that uh, came to me. So that's so. For advertisements, I wrote about that, and for fans, I didn't know what to write about ceiling fans, so I skipped that altogether, and I only uh, wrote a bit about uh, you know uh, how uh, people become fans and uh, try to loosely connect that with advertisement. I don't think I managed quite well, but yeah, those were the thoughts that uh, jumped out at me when I read the topic. Uh, tell me, how did it come to you? Yeah, so uh, I follow the same method every time. One topic that's like come that comes to my mind, and another as far as it can be. Right. So advertisements came to my mind first, and I was like, yeah, this is a good thing. We can talk about this, and it might have considerable considerable amount of things to talk about. Fans, I I don't know how did I came on that, but I was looking around, and fans was the only thing that seemed least connected with that, and. I honestly didn't think about the fandom wala fan thing and the only thing that was in my mind was ceiling fans and oh. table fans and all that. So when I got to know that you took the fan in that I was like oh surprise and oh shit I didn't even think about this and now we have to merge them. So it's, it's, it was quite a challenge even for me because I usually have a knack of writing things and I'm I don't usually struggle with this time, I did struggle because I had to connect this too and this time I don't think like there was a proper line of connection that I could make out. Yeah, and I think the connection will like is somewhat far off but it that's the joy, joy of it I guess. Even I struggled to write but uh, yes, so it's quite fascinating how uh, you know the same word or the, in, in this case the same word means so such different things to different people and uh, I think uh, even in real life we would come across it we don't even imagine how someone else is taking that same word same message or same idea and uh, yeah and the other thing you said about advertisement so you said that uh, advertisement is the uh, first topic that came to your mind so was it because of the recent uh, controversies, many many recent controversies going around or something good or positive that you saw or what was it that... Uh... So the controversy part came later in my mind when I went through your, like, your part and it wasn't the thought process that I had when I thought about advertisements, right? What I thought as advertisements was like this, okay, so 
main point is like I recently bought Fire Stick Amazon. Okay, and we switched from Tata Sky to Fire Stick. And my mom started complaining that this is ridiculous. I don't get to see my ads. And I was like, whoa, this is something I never thought in my life. And that gave me like a thought bubble to think of. And from there, I started thinking of ads. And I saw it as like this small outbursts of creativity and innovation that people have. And interestingly, they are also like the break that people want in their life. And we are so used to that thought that if ads don't come, we feel odd. And even though we have like the full liberty to pause the thing anytime we have to, but we tend to procrastinate in that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Even let's say if I want to pause the thing and maybe even go to washroom, I'll try to procrastinate it and wait until like it gets over or it reaches a point that it's very boring or something. I don't like, I wouldn't automatically do that. I wouldn't go and automatically press the pause button as compared to ads that will like in a way mandate you yeah mandate you to have breaks even though you may or may not want it that that was like the thought seed that enabled me to think about it that's interesting Uh, the general perception about ads is is that they are annoying and that's the one that even I had but now that you uh, bring it yeah, probably there is a different perspective altogether through which we can see ads. Uh, but I think the young generation uh, wouldn't uh, feel so uh, close to the idea of ads. Uh, it, for them, it is uh, typically annoying, especially the YouTube ads, the Spotify ads. That's uh, yeah, the kind of ads they would relate with. I, I don't think uh, they would even be able to relate with uh, TV ads. Uh, as, as uh, people like you or older than us would be because I don't think people watch yeah. TV TV as in Tata Sky TV that right. much nowadays it's watching on uh, stuff Netflix, on internet yeah. Netflix so Prime or that online platforms that take over yeah. so our like uh, let's say our or maybe the generation next to us the notion of ads is very different from the notion of ads that maybe our and the late like earlier generations had right mm-hmm. it was something that they that was the first source of information for something, right? And even like for us, internet came late. Like it wasn't until our teens, maybe late teens or mid teens, that we had access to internet. But now the generation is actually born with the internet, right? So if they want to search about anything, we had some very weird inventions. So if you do know about this channel on Instagram, it is called Unnecessary Inventions. Okay, so it literally has inventions that you wouldn't need and it talks about that only and it sells like anything. It has like million or two million following. That's like very interesting, like a very major shift of how things are being promoted these days, right? That makes sense actually because uh, like you said, until a bit too late teens, uh, if uh, there was a new product if, if there was a new phone if there was a new face wash in the market i wouldn't know until and unless the ad was broadcasted on the tv and i came across it while watching something and yeah we didn't have internet we didn't have uh, other choices so we had to watch tv for our entertainment so we would uh, definitely watch tv and during that time we would come across uh, those ads and get to know about things so many things but nowadays i think uh, people would know about it uh, uh, you know a lot earlier than it came on TV like as they say like everything is at your touch of the finger right and that's why we are afraid that the younger generations and the kids are exposed to such a lot of things that they are at a very high risk than Mm. any one of us were at any point in history true so that's like the uh, thin line of let's say difference that we have. That makes me wonder, uh, is this a shift that has, uh, you know, made advertisement go uh, all creative and all different? I, I don't think uh, during the days I used to watch TV advertisements didn't necessarily have to be creative uh, because a lot of a lot of part was just to uh, put your pro- or push your product out there. Nowadays, uh, if, 
it's a, a generic at people don't uh, relate or you, you know now i feel that uh, all the brands try to constantly strive to come out with uh, ads uh, that strike a chord because that's the thing the purpose of advertisement i feel has changed and since you especially you work in the same industry in uh, advertisement and marketing and such so tell us do you think is there a shift or is it just my notion uh no i think what you are seeing ads is, is only from the point of view of television or video ads earlier the ads were very creative but the medium wasn't television or that uh, video medium as you can say the focus the very start of industry was from magazines and newspapers right mm. tv came much later even in the media industry so the ads were very creative you have had just had that post right if you can sell we you just had that page in which you can play and people did play in very well so if you go back you would see that shift and video was just introduced so people didn't actually know okay yeah well, what to do in this that like was the nascent stage of visual like or video advertising and now what is happening is everything is very quick mm. all right and we don't focus that much on print ads or that much on let's say static ads maybe that is but it has been a lesser part of we can say and yeah so currently what i as advertiser would think like even when i work at my job the first thought that comes to my mind is how to put in a reel or put in a video on instagram that would be quick to consume and would pass on the message and that is what i guess you mean by the creativity and striking the chord that you have very less time to connect and you need to give as much information as you want to you need to attract the audience and i think that right. the shift or uh, the shift in the way advertisements are made might not just be one that of cultural shift but also medium shift like right. you said from print to internet from print to instagram yes. uh, the medium has changed so the uh, yeah the changes make sense because the same ideas the same strategies would never work over here you need to come up with something else and plus the culture has changed the people are consuming the ads very differently now yes. it could be earlier like uh, you said okay it could be through a magazine or a 20 30 second ad on tv or something like that a holding or something but now uh, you could have uh, sometimes it could be something as small as a meme just one yeah. you know or something uh, a few posts on instagram and such or a just 5 second ad uh, or tiktok exactly yes yeah. even on youtube and all sometimes the ads are so short the the uh, slot they get yeah. is very short and uh, you have to put it stuff it all in there so yeah i think cultural shift and the medium shift have both uh, uh, made a change over here and yes so you pointed out that ads have become annoying as such right exactly that that is and you mentioned two very uh, prominent forms of from where advertising is on right one is spotify and another is youtube yes right and both of them have like if you go to youtube you'll probably watch a trailer or watch a snippet that's around 5 to 10 minutes right max you would watch is like 20 minutes that mm. might be a tech talk or something that's longer in it but even when you watch something that's as big as 20 minutes it's maybe a review or something right mm. so ads there are like i don't know are a little interruption you are watching a 3 or 5 minute song and it comes up in the middle from nowhere so it's annoying as far as that it has to be annoying like you are enjoying the song and it pops up mm. it literally kills the idea now it comes in the middle of the video yeah. so earlier it was it just was in the beginning now it's world. all over the place now it's everywhere it will pop up randomly so yeah that has also been a shift in the youtube advertising as such mm. so now they have become very like uh ad chasing think? yeah like even in the beginning as you mentioned the ads were at either the beginning or the end and, and earlier there used to be single ad now uh, even in the beginning they have two yeah. three ads lined up and then in the middle of the video they yeah. have multiple ads so th- that has also changed and it's like it's very uh, complicated and in a way that uh, even if you want to have ads mm. 
you need to go through stringent rules and regulations. It needs to be of a certain time, it needs to be of a certain quality and all that. And sometimes neither the advertiser nor the video uploader have any control on where it will come. Okay, so it might be that I am speaking and I am in the middle of this world and then you hear Jingle bell, jingle bell, <laughs> by Parmeji and have a nice day. And then I continue. So that that's like, what is even happening? What am I even consuming? That's that's the ideology that we have. And Spotify, I am I wouldn't talk about it. It's that ridiculous. Like what? <laughs> they are at. They know that it's annoying. They know that it's not doing anything. But still, they'll come and they'll say, Yeah, we are annoying, but we. I don't know given purpose and you should buy premium. Exactly, I think uh, the purpose, uh, as we talked about uh, previously, but the purpose of advertisement has altogether changed. So half the time, I think sometimes the idea is to create uh, uh, an annoying ad to achieve the purpose of getting the subscriptions. Or sometimes uh, I think the companies would knowingly come up with silly ads or stupid ads because they know that. Uh, it will work. It will. It can get viral. And memes can be made from it. Uh, so they don't yeah. necessarily want to make an intelligent or very sophisticated ad. The idea is just to make a, a stupid or silly but fun ad. Something that can be talked about. Something that can be mocked or something that can be basically talked about. I think yeah. on different platforms. So the purpose has changed. That's why I think uh, half the time we find it annoying. And uh, yeah, good advertisements. Are still a treat, be it on TV or uh, uh, on social media. I, I don't think uh, there are a lot of innovative ads nowadays on uh, in print form in the newspapers or such. Uh, that might be because consumption of those mediums is like reduced to let's say one or ten percent of what we actually had. So no one would actually focus on print ads, right? Plus, I think now the the idea around advertisement has become completely tar- uh, you know target audience uh, yeah. target audience oriented. Now uh, you it's don't want to pitch ads to anyone and everyone. You have a idea, you have a product, you have an ad, and you only want to pitch it to a particular group. I, I think that concept didn't uh, exist just a few years back. You were not pitching products only to a particular. Uh, uh, group, I think that came in with uh, social media, I suppose. Yeah, that, that is niche marketing, right? You have a particular target audience and you only market it to them. Mm. So let's say you are a Kindle user, I would only advertise to you that a new book has come and mm. I have written that book, so you should uh, get it because it's available on Kindle. Mm. But I don't use a Kindle, so they wouldn't show me that ad, right? So it mm. will be maybe in your Kindle, in your email, or in anything that's on the internet. Mm. So it's more of internet and AI driven thing that's happening. And what you mentioned about the annoying ads, mm. that, there's a term called recall value. You know that, right? Yes. Uh, you, It has to be uh, easy to recall, no matter how good or bad it is. Mm. And the very recent example of this is that fog ad that's annoying as hell, oh. right? But you do remember it and it it goes on your and my nerves that if you ask someone what's happening in this nerves you want to kill them right but it's working so their goal is achieved and it's achieved in a very uh, I don't know weird way but it is achieved and that's like pulling my hair apart but yeah and uh, uh, you mentioned that it's not being creative, I wouldn't necessarily agree to that because uh, even if you watch ads today, like you you would be following that page, right? On Instagram, Madam Marketing. Yeah, yeah. They have campaigns, right? They have and beautiful campaigns. Right. They highlight campaigns. Basically, they are like a source which uh, curates, yes. curates advertisements and good marketing campaigns. And you would know that some brands or some companies would always have good advertising, be it Fevicol, be it Durex, mm-hmm. or they'll be spot on with it and you'll never be disappointed with them. Even the least good ad will be much better than that annoying fog ad, right? True. So, I think it's all about perception also. And happy didn't, like, you would remember the iconic ad, right? Yes, the yes. one in which they eat the chewing gum and yeah. then light up the roads and the light up palace. the palace, right? They recreated that. 
you have you seen that recent one i um, think i came across it on the internet itself it wasn't aired on tv but uh, i think um, uh bandol marketing page or somewhere yeah, somewhere it did and it was as like it was as brilliant as that uh, original original one they like uh they had the same idea but mm. the concept and the execution was very different mm. so just to like give a recap of to you and all the listeners it's a ad in which uh there's a person uh maybe a middle aged uncle who's sitting in lady seat right and there are two youngsters that are sitting behind let's say one or two seats behind in a bus this is happening in a bus right mm. and then a lady comes and asks the uncle lad please get up i am i want to sit here mm. and she was uh, having a lot of uh, things with her and she wanted to sit basically she was tired so she requested and the uncle was like she, he didn't mm. give any like he was indifferent to that request and so the two guys like uh, they started chewing happened mm. and then they like uh, first flash their teeth on the uncle so that he gets attention of mm. this and then they showed that this is the lady's seat so he gets embarrassed and he leaves and the lady gets the seat and they, she thanks them so that, that that was the advertisement so yeah i think it's still there but it's so fast yeah so now what is happening is like every day you have so much content to consume that it needs to stand out or it's forgotten True. even if the best ad you'll see you need to watch it at least twice or thrice to remember it right even if it strikes the chord in the first time you will forget it because you have millions of things to consume exactly so my my point is uh, something like this ad that you just described it is it, it is something that's really nice it stays with you but it, it doesn't have such a strong recall value as much right. as uh, annoying uh, fog ad right. a fog ad will is it will stay in your mind because it is annoying you this one you will watch it you will like it you will feel good for a moment but uh, it won't uh, you know stay. actively stay in your mind and even like top uh, uh it is said like it is you must have heard this term that negative publicity works much better than positive one so yes. people try to uh inculcate the, that in their campaigns bait in like publicizing a person mm. or a brand they do that all the time and even though like we wouldn't know much about that brand or something but we tend to remember that brand or person Stays, as yes. compared to someone who genuinely tries with a creative like, let's say a genuinely creative and good ad but they don't succeed right true yes. so it's quite uh, thought where it all began from you know and to where we have reached where right. uh, uh, bad can be good uh, i don't think that uh, such an idea would have existed uh, in earlier times when ads were coming out in print or other mediums before internet uh, i actually uh, remember this show i watched uh, mad men it's uh, based on uh, advertising field yeah so right? madman yeah. comes from medicine avenue where uh, the marketing and advertising advertising men set up their agencies in the i think uh, early mid 1950s or sometime and, and uh, they uh, show beautiful it's a fictional show but they beautifully show the uh, campaigns they had done and it, it the process behind it and how everything worked at an advertising agency and quite creative quite uh, good show i think but uh, yes it started off uh, from there and now i think uh, the whole uh, parameters have changed the ideas behind it have changed and uh, i don't know where do you see it going from here uh i think that after a point of time it will uh revamp itself so it will revamp itself in a way that's a mixture of the old and the new right so old you see a print ad you have all the time in the world to see it and mm. you know see every detail of it let's say you see a mercedes and on a magazine that you are reading you'll literally look at that picture for at least like 15 20 seconds or even a minute if you like the car and the photograph and everything mm. and you'll read mm. you'll literally read the ad right you'll read what's written you'll try to figure out what's the model like how beautiful it is and today is just like that and compare it to the newest form let's say 5 second marketing that you have you just get 
the out of the mercedes and you are done but it might or might not stay with you but that one minute that would stay with you or at least you'll have a fond memory of it because it wasn't interruption as such max so i read a survey which said that the least annoying ads or the ads that would people want is the print ads is the ads that are in magazines or books okay but i i don't know i i feel that uh, that people might want that i would agree i myself would want that right. but i don't know how much beneficial would uh, that be to brand so i think even if print ad is there and it's good one you like it but even a 5 second ad might actually do more for the company because there you are not just showing visuals first of all the visuals are dynamic there is something happening in the video so your memory registers that there is audio so they try to take you in for, through all these uh, uh strategies and plant it in your head which i don't think print ad manages to do unless and until it is amul ad <laughs> see you got it yourself right if it's a good ad you'll notice it you'll notice the brand and you remembered amul out of literally no way so it's their marketing excellence that you do that but they they have to build a legacy for it amul uh, has built right. a legacy for themselves uh, but other companies one or two uh, ads here or there uh, might not work out well so okay so like but now you're forgetting that it's all about niche marketing right oh. so even though you want to reach it's a millions of people and that will be a generic fmcg ad hmm. fmcg is fast moving consumer goods like uh, so shampoo is toothbrush toothpaste and something that will everyone would buy irrespective of how rich or poor or anyway they are in the social strata that would work for them but as i said mercedes wouldn't work for that they have a specific class to cater to right true so you can't sell mercedes by annoying people you can yeah. only sell yeah. if they get annoyed they'll probably crash the car <laughs> true even that's true so yeah teenagers uh, might be inclined towards the 5 second ad or something like that but uh, yeah that's not who they are selling their cars to and even uh, like teenagers is very like generalizing the whole age group but let's say a teenager who reads and a teenager who's into consuming videos will have very different appetite for ads right no i i don't disagree with you over there that uh, the audience would like the printed good printed i agree with you over there right. but i am thinking from the uh, point of view of the company uh, which uh, ad would get them more business there's no uh, clear distinction what would work and what would not right so uh, let's say ads can be annoying everywhere they want to be ah definitely <laughs> and ads can be good everywhere they want to be Hmm. So it's on them, like what they decide, right? So uh, you would have seen the Femi call ads, right? They they are very creative, hmm. like that uh, the fishing one, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. That that man is putting fishing rod in the hmm. sea for like the river for hours and hours, but he gets nothing. A man comes, puts Femi, gets like five fishes in a jiffy. So yeah, you remember that? You 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 didn't realize that you remember it after like fifteen years, right? And Fairycall didn't establish itself as like a an iconic brand who would always have good advertisements. And then at that point of time, now you know that yeah, it's credible. Mm-hmm. If I open Fairycall, it will be good. Yes. So that that's the point, right? There's no guarantee. And the beauty of advertisements is they take risks. It's risky. Uh, then there was this ad like campaign of Surf, if you remember that one. Uh-huh. and one of the most uh, remarkable or uh, memorable ad was that in which there's a uh, young sibling that that are going like they're going to home from the school and they are in the school uniform mm-hmm. there's a brother and sister the sister falls down or something happens that her uniform gets spoiled and the brother is very angry that what what is happening so he fights with that a uh, puddle that yes, why did you know, and he kicks it and jumps in it. it yeah and then it ends with like sorry world and they both are happy and moving along so and the marketing campaign ends with dagach yeah. so 
that's like a remarkable shift, right? They are actually changing the perception of how one should perceive stains on their clothes. Mm-hmm. Even if you take this at a metaphorical value, it it like opens a whole new world, right? Mm-hmm. People would generally uh, consider stains on their clothes or even stains anywhere to be very negative. Yeah, in, on their image, yeah. <laughs> that, everyone that's wants to be spotless. Yeah, everyone wants to be spotless and flawless, yeah. And that, that's the peak, right? And that's such a small ad managed to somewhere build to that extent that if you if you think on it, it goes to that value. So yeah, that, that's all about it, I guess. That it, uh, it doesn't try to be memorable, it doesn't try to be iconic, but it becomes because they have taken a risk mm. and it worked out and uh, the thing you said now that it's not very creative it's because not many people are uh, willing to take risks be it because of the controversies that are arising mm. there's a constant pressure to play safe and, play safe and uh, only market certain images or, or certain ideas or that brand would get some amount of destruction in some way or the other so that's there too and then there are client demands exactly that's what i wanted to come to so i wanted to ask you uh, what do clients come with do they want uh or do they want a fog kind of recall value what do they go for and how uh, willing uh, do you uh, think they are to take uh, these risks yeah in general, the clients that I have, that, yes, the, uh, your personal experience. My personal experience is that they were none of these. Oh. So uh, we are in large court and people want sales, 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 sales. They don't strive to create a brand value or they don't necessarily want to have a recall value of the brand. It's more about sales here. It's like Dando Karucha. So whatever sells. So, huh. so they, 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 like, they want direct to the point answer. The ones that we would easily uh, ma- mark as uh, generic ones. Okay. So straight so, up information uh, uh, and everything. Like, no yeah. story, no... This is my brand. I have a sale on this day. Please count 50% okay. of... That, that's what John, like most of the people want. Mm. And, and yeah, so you talked about memes. So that is something that people are bombing up to even in the small amount of clients that I have, they are quite open to it. So when there's movement marketing, so we did ads on the Bernie Sanders, the one in which he's sitting. With the, like, those yeah, 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 yeah. That, that people agreed to. Mm. Or we took the liberty to do it and it pulled off. Mm. It was like one of the most uh, liked. That's the parameter because we usually market on Instagram and Facebook. So, that was the one of the most popular ones that people do like that. Mm. So that is something that coming up. That's coming up, right? Mm. You play on the current trend, moment marketing. That's what it's called. Interesting. So, yeah, true. So brands over here would uh, be willing to take such risks as long as it brings them sales. But bigger brands would want to take risks for their image and other uh, uh, stuff. And uh, even the moment marketing thing is very like. Uh, you need to hammer it down to them or they wouldn't be convinced mm. and they wouldn't be ready every time like once in a while it's okay you, you since you are our agency you can have the liberty to mm. try it out it's like that they wouldn't necessarily want they don't they don't have that intention that yeah you should do something like that but since it's an idea that they see that's working around they would uh, be like yeah also let's try it would their approach or uh, does their approach change once they see the results? Like you mentioned, Bernie Sanders' uh, meme campaign that you did got the most number of likes. Did that uh, bring any change in that client or was that a one-off uh, wonder kind of uh, sale? Uh, no, it doesn't. Because it doesn't lead to sales, right? Mm. So they want like, uh, okay, you did it. Uh, I got 100 likes. I got, uh, this is the most liked post. Mm. But Anathisu Fidox, what, what will it do for me? No, they want hard sales only. Hard, like hard and fast sales. Like uh, it doesn't matter if I do an advertisement and I reach like all India I reach. But if they don't get sales, they are like, what? Oh, yeah. So 
so if you do something and it it, it leaves no social media footprint no substantial social media footprint but brings them uh, enough hard sales yeah yeah happy with that okay they they want to do that Uh, yeah, that's limited to us but i guess and um, yeah many i think that would be many small towns cities uh, yeah like uh, it's and social media is very new you can't blame blame them for that that they wouldn't know the value it has right plus their budgets would be low so they would want to spend it uh, only through the channels which uh, where they know there will be certain amount of guaranteed returns yeah but <clears throat> that is that that is one of the major problems that we face that if we uh, uh approach any new client or prospective client and uh, uh give them a it's a prospective plan they would be like oh, it's so expensive why would i spend this much on this mm-hmm. and they wouldn't realize the reach that social media gives to them I, th- I think it's still seen as an expense rather than an uh, investment, investment yeah. as most bigger brands or uh, brands in the bigger cities would uh, see it. Uh, I think companies get that luxury only after a certain stage where they can start seeing uh, advertisement uh, as uh, an investment. But yeah, yeah. But once they're established, they would spend anything on that. So I, I've heard that. Uh, My employer says that he worked at Ferrero Rocher. He worked for Ferrero Rocher, and Ferrero Rocher didn't give like them crore or two crores, like approximately that amount, mm-hmm. to just make sure that it reaches the people. Nothing. They don't want any sales from that. They want just want to reach. Like they will spend crores on that only. That's their stage. And once they understand and try to reap it out, yeah. So once the brands do realize the value and the depth that social media can bring to them they do start experimenting on it mm-hmm. with just getting reach or footprints social footprints that you would say yeah they would be very open to that once they see like proper returns on that unless until that they wouldn't uh, go for example cases especially in gujarat and rajkot mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be impressed that oh this brand or business is only working through social media and that wouldn't serve as an example for them true that's quite uh, interesting to see how advertising works in different uh, stages very differently uh, and we haven't it's almost uh, 40 minutes and we haven't even talked about fans fans is fans so we start with the fans that you look up fandom so yeah it's do or die With fans, it's do or die. You either come up with a product that works, works, and impresses every fan, or it destroys every fan. There's nothing in the middle, unless you take a very conservative route that <laughs> pleases no one. Ah, exactly. If you go <laughs> in the middle, work. that doesn't work either. Yeah. So that that's what is happening, I guess, in the current controversies that have been happening. That um, markets have been. trying to experiment and they haven't been very receptive of that moves so it's like all backed or banished or banned or they take it down for their own safety which is wise what i guess no no point in indulging in fights or wars or uh, employing their means to change ideologies but i think probably because it is coming from a place with, uh, which is uh, not very familiar if uh, for example let's say if some popular star or uh, some popular uh, or, or something or someone who already has fans comes up with uh, these ideas these uh, ideas that are otherwise being rejected do you think that would make a change i feel that would work because uh, if you see the poor tanishk and dabar ads are getting bashed But on the other hand, Amitabh Bachchan and Ranveer Singh can freely sell, and Ajay Devgan and Shahrukh Khan, uh, all of them freely sell the pan masala, and nobody bats an eye because it is coming from a familiar place to them. They are already attached, invested in those people. Uh, so, do you think would that work, or do you think it would still tank? It tanks. Uh, uh, I don't think you know about this ad, but Amir Khan did a CAD tires ad. Alright, you would well, have. Been. He was the uh, robotic. Uh, uh, recent one where he he is also in the robotic form and breaks suddenly and something like. No, that. no? 
No, so it was like he is telling people not to post crackers. Oh. Okay. And uh, it's like uh, the ad was something like if you are smart, you wouldn't bust crackers on the road because the roads aren't meant for people to bust crackers, they're meant for cars to be driven on. You should do it in your society compound and in a restricted area where you wouldn't have that much of disturbances. Mm. That was taken like left, right, and center by the people on internet because they are like, why are you telling this to us? Mm. <laughs> Tell this to people who are like from your own religion when you have own, your own festivals, right? So that that also happens. Like I don't know how it works, but it, it, it if works it, quite in a twisted manner because yeah. I, I wonder if it wasn't Amir Khan and if it was Amitabh Bachchan doing the yeah. ad. What like, difference it would have made? One but one yeah, one. but the point here isn't the celebrity. The point here is that you're trying to attack our festival, right? Mm. You're trying to teach people what to do and not to do. As far as our festivals are concerned, which is not something we are entitled to. So, <laughs> so no, yeah, it wouldn't work no matter who you keep it. And if you, let's say, if a good celebrity that is of the same religion does that, mm. I think they'll, there will be some other issue that will come up. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> you can never second guess that. Yeah, yeah. All, all unimaginable issues come up. Uh, if it could be the uh, the religion of the actor in it, or the gender of the actor in it, or if if all of those things have now, I think people have gotten smart. So those mota mota things are taken care of. But then people come up with yeah, even yeah. newer uh, things to take off and set. Right, it's unpredictable too, an immeasurable value, <clears throat> right? You see Priyanka Chopra going in cars and marketing Rajinikanta to one bats an eyelid on that. But you see America doing something and everyone goes buzzer. So that's like mad, mad, mad. It's, and the sad part is like, uh, even though there is opposition to this type of acts, it's not very, it's not strong enough to stop this from happening. Uh, yeah, I came across some opposition to it, but it was uh, so minor and uh, inconsequential yeah. because other, you see the Dabarets, Tanish cats, they are taken down literally overnight. The companies have to yeah, apologize for yeah. it. If uh, any uh, actor, uh, you know, minor actor or anyone who was, uh, was there has to apologize for it. Anyone and everyone connected with it has to publicly apologize, apologize. for it. Yeah. But so, uh, these uh, ads are still running. Nobody says anything, nothing happens. Some minor noise here or there about it on social media, but it, it lasts for hardly a few hours, not even days now, I think. So, like, I recently did this review about Surya Vanshi. It's very, like, uh, tangentially off it, but it relates to it. So, uh, it was a review by Anupama Chopra. So, it was a review that said that Bollywood is trying to revamp itself by doing what it did in the history. <laughs> so it's exactly what you shouldn't do, but it's working because it's doing what worked in, in the past. Yeah, let's say the 90s and way the uh, typical masculine hero mm. who is macho and who, who would beat down the goons and walk, come up victorious walks. So it's like, it's a circle mm. that we are in this state that what worked earlier would work. And if you try to come up with something you you are, might be outcasted or you might have to apologize for it or might just have to release on internet instead of theaters no this was the no. ads that you are talking about no no i'm talking about the movies so nowadays uh, the other trend that I've, i'm seeing is that uh, the big budget or the popular movies are the kind of movies you are talking about revamping themselves by going yeah. back to history they uh, the audience for them is the one that goes to the theatres and the kind of newer kind of films is not going to get any audience in theatres, it's going to tank uh, very badly. So they, I think, uh, since the medium is there, they don't even now uh, aim to release in theatres. Earlier, nobody had a choice. If you made a movie, you need to go to a theatre. But now I think there is a, a divide that, okay, if you are kind of making a certain kind of movie, don't bother about uh, theatres, just go to internet and release it over there. and. Hopefully, I think most of the time you get the kind of uh, reaction or responses that uh, you aim for. Sometimes it might fail on the internet as well. But yeah, that's the divide I've been seeing recently. But that was the case in history. If you remember, there was a certain rule that 
has come up that now his films on even OTT would be censored. Yeah, yeah. That that's very recent, but I haven't seen any major implications of that. But I don't think it's very far that movies would be stopped there also. But yeah, it's safe until now. Happy. Yeah, no major changes as of yet, but uh, you can yeah. always expect since the rules and the laws and the guidelines have been put in place. Uh, anybody can use or misuse it any time now. Yeah. <clears throat> so from one fans we lead to another fans. <laughs> like you know, just as fans are the support of the ads or the celebrities and the brands, I think the fans are the essential. Ceiling fans are the essential support of a house. You can't imagine a house without a ceiling fan, can you? it would be rare like, for me personally i can't but nowadays i am seeing uh, the modern houses being built without a single ceiling fan yeah. i have seen houses and it, it's difficult for me to digest personally because yeah i'm a fan kind of person i try to stay away from air conditioning as much as possible even during uh, summers uh, if i can manage without uh, air conditioning i manage without it fans i feel more comfortable But yeah, like even the houses that you would have spotted without fans would be centrally conditioned. Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, <laughs> they're higher, like they're richer. That they don't need fans. They are happy with AC. Then fans make care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like you can't imagine a house without a fan. You need that sound. So well, when I think about fans, I think about two to three things that are majorly there. One is the basic function of it, like. Uh, air circulation of air and aesthetic value. Like it adds a certain uh, stereotypical image to a house that you have, right? Mm. You would Expect imagine a house and you would imagine a bedroom, a mm. fan on the ceiling, preferably in the middle of the room. You won't even imagine it uh, tilted or shifted to sides. Sides. It will be in the middle of the room. If it's not, you will be like, oh, I don't like seeing. What's happening? <laughs> Keep working, you know. Yeah. The poor person sleeping in that room. Yeah, like. Um, so and the second thing is like third, sorry, that the fights that happen because of the fan in the room. <laughs> I want the fan at five. No, I want it at four. No, there's no four point five, so we'll fight. True. That's like. And then there is, I think, fourth reason. If you don't have fans, what would you? Even clean during Diwali. I mean, right. People uh, at home climb and clean all the fans, mothers especially. And the fan cleaning is a big thing during Diwali. Yeah, so which is why I think they are in the middle, so it's more accessible and you can place the ladder right in uh, the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clean it out. And um, yeah, so fans like we don't realize, but they also add a certain. noise or background music to our lives if you in winters so my house uh, and my room in my house is just beside the hall mm. if, I, if i have the fan on i don't hear anything if i have it off i hear anupama shouting <laughs> and i'm looking at it and wonder i'm still trying to figure out what his life is after 20 years and i'm like okay i don't need this while i'm sleeping But that that's like so uh, so ingrained in us that we don't realize when we miss it, right? Like you go to while you are sleeping in trains, mm. the thing that you miss is fans or uh, source of air that is there. Mm. The fans in trains are very small, if you have seen. Yes, yes. And they they don't like they don't feel like they are doing the purpose they are meant to. <laughs> it feels like oh yeah, it is there, it's working, but. What does it do? Why is it there? <laughs> Existential crisis. <laughs> True. And, and now that you put it that way, even I'm a little like half the time when I'm the uh, I'm lying on bed, and if I don't see a fan, a ceiling fan on my ceiling, yeah, that would feel weird, I suppose. And uh, the most like important thing is like fans have a hypnotic value, if I can say. If you sleep mm-hmm. at your bed and you stare at the fan, mm-hmm. it acts like a gateway to take you to some. Thoughts that you would might not have usually it gives you a sense of leisure as well as a sense of time travel in certain ways. Mm. Okay, so uh, and 
since we worked at the same school, you know the iconic fan that we have in the oh, assembly, right? Yes, yes. That, that's so like unique and different. And whenever you'll see a fan that is big, mm. the first place that would come to your mind is the school that we taught in, right? Yes. With that huge fan, and it it's such a memory that we wouldn't uh, necessarily think about when you think about the school, mm. right? And uh, even like small rooms if you have been in and if the fans are there, there are a lot of four rooms and they are smaller it's a standard fan mm-hmm. uh, it will be three-fourths of a standard fan blade and it will be it will have uh, four Chotu fans, ah, Chotu fans and, might have been kitchen sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. smaller rooms smaller rooms and they are four blades yeah. and if you switch them on there certainly feel like something is different in this small tiny being is able to put in more air than that than its bigger brother and why the hell is that happening and that that's the joy of it like even though you wouldn't possibly place it in a big room because of its uh, limited air like it wouldn't be able to reach to the corners which a bigger fan would be but it feels very different mm. like you uh, put yourself in a normal room with a normal fan as compared to you put yourself in a short room with a shorter fan mm. and you would have a different vibe to it <laughs> you wouldn't realize it necessarily but once you just focus on the noise of the fan it will be very different True. and those smaller ones always move at a faster pace yeah because they're small and they require a certain amount of less energy to function right yes. smaller blades and smaller motors yeah so that that's like very there and uh, there are so many other types of fans right the standing one that we see but mm. now it's becoming very like, it's, it's going extinct in a way wall, the ones on the wall yeah and the ones uh, the standing ones here yeah, i think they are being wiped out the the classic old ceiling fans are being wiped out these ones These uh, and yeah and now they also have this uh, if you would have seen they have this huge rectangular shaped boxes and they have vents they are this new type of fans that are like a hybrid of coolers and fans if you would have seen and they just to put airflow like mm. that's a very strange thing to spot you wouldn't spot it in 99% of the places but you would find it in one specific place and you would remember that place for that thing and that's like a certain connection that you wouldn't normally build right you wouldn't remember places by its fans that's the least last thing you would expect it to so that's there I guess and even uh, you try to see the ads of the fans the ads of the fans Yes. You you always have this stereotypical notion of persons uh, sitting down and uh, chilling, and finally they're the they are, yeah they're at relief because they have just come from outside and it's scorching heat is there and fan becomes the perfect relief master to them and yeah it's very recently that uh, the advertising for fans has changed now they're. Uh, looking at things like mm, Wi-Fi fans, you, the things that you can control from your phone, and the fans that would uh, finally reach to the farthest corner of the room, things like that. Plus the ones with the lights and all. Yeah. Fancy ones. The fancy ones in which it has automatic light. Mm. The fancy ones in which you can like have finally have 4.5 valor speed mm. also. <laughs> yeah, that that way. So it's like. Uh, with new products, even advertising gets like a new challenge to have. So, if you know about this like very peculiar product that exists in the market or it doesn't now, but there was a product that uh, that served as hair perfumes. Okay, hair perfumes. Yeah, perfumes for hair. Cuco oh. was the name. I don't know if it still exists or not, but that's like very. Uh, innovative as well as non-essential thing that you heard about, right? So just the thing like I mentioned, unnecessary inventions that I mentioned. Yes, that's like 
you now you have to think of something that you have never thought of and it also has to make the viewer think of that thing right mm. <laughs> i am talking about hair for perfumes for you you would have never imagined that in your life and now we are presented with an opportunity to use it you so need to it, convince the person yeah. that uh, it is a proper product and you need it go buy it you buy it yeah you buy it or you are mm. or people would arrest you or like kill you because you smell very bad <laughs> you remember that ex said when ex said in which angels are falling right yeah 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 those i think they stopped they had so many the one which where the guy chocolate chocolate yeah. wala and so many ex wala they stopped the even the perfume ads have shifted in yeah perfume ads are always in that stereotypical way that you apply perfume and someone gets impressed <laughs> hopefully it would be that easy <laughs> Yeah, even for me, the kind of fans I took, the fandom, uh, the loose thread that I could connect with advertisement was about the aspirational value. I mean, when you become a fan of uh, some movie star or some personality, it's basically you see something in them. And uh, even advertisements, uh, they uh, try to sell you something and make you feel good about it. So yeah, that was the only connection that. came to me about the aspirational value that uh, is there in both of them it's like i have this motto that uh, you live for experiences and feel kai paisa mm. okay so you want to feel a certain way so you would go and watch surya vanshi mm. you would want to feel a certain way so you would go and watch tare samay par mm. all right and you would want to feel happy so you go and eat an ice cream so it's all about the feeling that they deliver and which is why you would also see that the ads that are emotional work a lot better than the ads which are uh, intelligent or very logical yeah because they will stay the emotion will stay yeah. with you even if the product or everything else doesn't the emotion will stay with you and which is right said right that memory short lived emotions they are cyclical in nature you would be feeling happy even after a few days because of something that happened and you might be recollecting that uh ad that made you happy mm. or you would uh use that product because it's bound to make you happy or your people around you happy so you try to replicate yeah, the, yeah. that experience for your loved ones ice cream yeah. exactly yes true yeah that's that's there there is also this uh, apart from aspiration this comfort uh, element the connection element you feel connected you feel uh, the comfort in in that the, sometimes the idea is just to deliver a feeling of comfort a easy feeling to the audience to the viewer which makes them uh, feel good about the product whenever they go out and buy it or use it it's like swag factor right yeah yes. so you sunglasses you exactly. wear sunglasses and you feel cool and you feel like ah, i'm the swagger yeah <laughs> that's what it says for right and mm. Sunglasses have never been advertised. If you notice it very mm. uh, cautiously, you wouldn't see an ad for sunglasses. It's only Salman Khan who would come with that iconic glasses in the bar, mm. and that would sell as hot cakes in the market. So that that's what they do. They sell images and they sell the feeling that you have, right? Mm. And they aren't even selling it, selling it, but they are just portraying it in a way that you would want to buy. Yeah. and which is why it works right mm. if i uh let's say if i forcefully try to wear the sunglasses and go out and street and walk like salman khan wouldn't sell i don't have that feeling or it's not a movie that would give the same feeling right so which is and that that leads to a different future that we are coming in we see influencers and celebrities who are doing advertisements on instagram that they wouldn't usually do right mm. you see virat kohli uh, advertising or uh, subtly influ- like influencing you to buy a product which wasn't the case this brings me to the idea of organic marketing and inorganic marketing yeah that makes a lot of sense and both of them have become huge now the people for certain purposes or certain ends would only go with inorganic marketing and for some products for some uh, purposes they would only go with uh, organic marketing and that would work definitely 
right so yeah it's like the fan of the ceiling where you want to reach but you would never reach because it's too high so you need to buy a stool and in order to buy a stool you need to watch that ad <laughs> i think that sums up our conversation today it comes to a full circle yeah buy the stool and you'll eventually be reach reaching the fan if it doesn't break yeah, you want it to break neither the fan nor the stool <laughs> Very interesting. I didn't think we'll have much to talk about it, but it uh, seems like this is one of the longest <laughs> recording that we have done. But yeah, it was fun. Many meanderings over there, but uh, it was really good to think about things that we usually don't think about. Things like fan, we take them for granted. We don't think about it uh, unless it's Diwali. Unless it's Diwali, and <laughs> unless your mom clean. makes yeah. you know, only to. climb on the stool and clean it if you are all in the house that's yeah. what you do yeah don't be so tough <laughs> you quite quite interesting to talk about it so any thoughts that come to your mind now towards the i think like uh, the smallest uh, smallest things in our life have the biggest influences on us so if we like uh take uh, if we sideline sideline them we are at a huge loss i guess We should think about it more often. That, that's that's what I want to say. Any last thoughts that you have? No, just this one. That yeah, small things matter. That much. Perfect way to end it. Yeah. So I guess that's it for this episode. Okay. Bye bye. Ta da. Bye.